Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I'm your host, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymond. And Michelle, this week, there's something that I want to talk about that I think is an essential element of branding, but maybe we haven't teased it out as much in previous episodes. And I'm going to describe it in one word, and it's distinct. And I think it's something that when we talk about branding, our whole aim of the game is to be distinct from other brands, other people. And I want to break down this week, how do you actually be distinct? What kind of things play into that? How would you say that this becomes a part of branding when you're working with your clients? Because, you know, for me, I was just listening to a podcast yesterday and I thought, yes, being distinct is what we need to be, but how do we do it is the bigger question. This is a great question because we do so much talking about foundational branding, getting your messaging and your positioning and what you want to be known for. We talk about that so many times, but then the distinction is the outer stuff, like the colors, the feels, the sounds, the looks, the little icons, all the things that on the surface level, most people think of brand. And so I love that you said that because we always say, no, that's not branding first. Let's do this. So let's celebrate being distinct today. And I think it would be a great idea. We talk about the ways you could be distinct on LinkedIn and call out some of the amazing people that we know who are so distinct. And the, by the fact that we know top of mind, that just makes it just even more that they're distinct, right? Because we can think top of mind who makes us feel and is known for what. So with that being said, I think let's start with Michelle Squared. I think Michelle Squared is pretty distinct. We get talked about all the time. Michelle Squared, I love that. It's so much fun because we brought ourselves together as Michelle Squared. We even inspired another Helen Squared. Didn't we do that too? So I love that we're distinct doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And what makes us distinct? Obviously, our two names are become part of our brand because they're the same, but also everybody would know us for the color pink, you know, it definitely is a big part of what makes us distinct. And I think there's also like different things, like it's an upbeat vibe, a community vibe. They're the kinds of things that we stand for. We're always being helpful. So these are the kinds of things that I think just the fact that we always collaborate is I think something that people would associate with this. And I just want to say like being distinct is different to being different, if I can reuse that word twice. So in this podcast, they use the example of, look, I can turn up and I can do a LinkedIn live wearing a garbage um, bag as my outfit. And that's different. And I would get attention and that would make me stand out. But that's not what I would be known for. So the distinct is more an ongoing thing for me. And I also think, Michelle, one of the key points that they raised is about sounds. So things like our voices become part of our brand. How we talk is something that I'm going to say I never expected that my voice would become as big a part of my brand as what it has. Did you think that about yours? 
I didn't really think about voice, but I always knew I loved Australian voices. And I know you've pushed back on that, but now that is something that's very distinct. You don't hear too many of them and you have a great Australian voice and they're always fun. And that's a vibe, right? Our friend, Philip Davis, shout out to him. He's an opera singer and many, many times he'll do videos and sing opera. So I love that. He even has that in his headline. So I actually love the people who are distinct and then you get a snippet in their headline and then they embody that. They own it. And that just keeps growing the distinction. Someone like Brenda Meller and the pie. Let's talk about Brenda Meller, one of our friends on LinkedIn Trifecta Talks. She has embraced social media pie. And that is her thing. She's actually holding up pie pans all the time, talking about pie. I just think that's a wonderful distinction and a great example at that. What other examples or would you say helps someone become distinct on LinkedIn? When I think about people who have distinct brands, I would have to shout out to another one of our friends, Zineb. Now, Zineb has always got her merch on, promoting like a saying or something that makes you laugh or makes you think on her clothing. I always think about her with a hoodie. And of course, like the gifts that she posts the way that always stands out for me. But it's one of those things that if I think, if I was in a shop, what Zineb gonna wear? She's got that hoodie on and she's gonna be cool and I'm always going to think yes hoodie just like I think people go Michelle always wears a black polo and it, it is definitely my black polo has now become something that has made me distinct because you will not see me on LinkedIn pretty much at all unless we're doing a Michelle squared special thing unless I'm doing that I always wear black and with you I always wear pink always a polo though can't go off script too far but it's kind of, I think even I, I spoke to my sister who I hadn't spoken to for a while yesterday and we were discussing my niece's formal outfits and she was trying to choose a dress. And my sister's as if we're going to take advice from you, you always wear jeans and a polo. And I was like, my brand is like that everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, that's what makes me distinct. People know I will have a polo shirt on. No one's forcing you to do it. And for the most part, I try to wear yellow. And my brand is, especially when in 2021, when I just went full force post on LinkedIn, I was everywhere and I sprinkled LinkedIn with yellow sunshine and bright and cheery. I actually was even featured in a book about using the color yellow to embody you. And so yellow is just everywhere for me. And I know that some people wear colors, so that's a very big way to do it. I know some people use icons. Shout out to our friend, Era Lee. Back in 2021, when I met her, she put that unicorn emoji up and owned it. And then people just started sending her unicorn costumes and stuffed animals and shirt, everything unicorn. And I love that because it's such a fun tie-in and correlation with your brand. And as long as it's you, it's fun. And for her, I believe to this day, her headline says, not just another boring financial advisor. And she has the two unicorn emojis. So I absolutely love that when not only that it feels right for you, that people want to get in on that too and send you stuff. I think that's another reason why distinction is such a thing we want to aim for if we can. And it's a big part of the brand that I didn't really think so much about until, as I said, I was listening to this podcast yesterday and she was talking about it's all the senses. And when I thought about how do I hear things or what kind of, how does that impact on LinkedIn? Even just little things like intros to LinkedIn lives, what kind of music do you pick? Now we've just redone intros for both of our other podcasts 
And for me, it's always I need that happy and upbeat and I want people to have fun and know that's what they're in for. And I know with yours, if you were to do the same on an Ask the Brand Therapist session, that would be weird. Imagine people like, come in, let's all be happy. And it's like, no, that's not really the tone for the show. <laughs> Absolutely. And here's another example, Michelle. We're up to 70, almost five, six, seven episodes of this show. And we always end the same way. Keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. It's embedded in my brain. And I want that to be known. I want people to know PYOT. If no one can see this right now, but we're video recording and PYOT, put yourself out there, is a big part of my brand, my mission, and my mantra. So I know people in my community will shout out PYOT all the time. And that's just what I get excited about because that's what I want to help people do. And then people shout it back to you. So you know that it's working when people think of you and shout it back to you. I think that's the ultimate way we know it's working. Yeah. And there's people like, for instance, Kevin Turner, who are always known for what makes them distinct is he's always sharing about the new features that come on LinkedIn. Like that's his thing. John Asperian, all about being relentlessly helpful. He's our LinkedIn nerd. He's always doing experiments, testing what works, what doesn't. And so I just have these people that I'm like, that's my go-to for that. That's my go-to for that. Richard Vanderblom, all about the algorithm. If you want to know about that's where you go. Leah Turner, like how would you describe Leah Turner's brand? It, it is just big. And I think there's so many smaller pieces of what people know her for. Her tattoos would be a part of her brand now. Not covering them up has become, she's almost the, the poster child for other people to say, hey, it's okay to show you tattoos at work. Look, I'm okay with it. And so there's lots of different ways that we do these things that aren't just about what we post in our content. I think Mamita is another person in my community that I really love. She's always standing up for people mm -hmm. and a strong stand for DEI and expressing that in all the different ways. I love that I can pick these people out in my brain really easily. And that's the purpose of being and having a distinct brand so that I can just pluck people out like just easily. My brain, when I want to refer people somewhere, I go, oh, that's easy. Just go that way. That's easy. Just go that way. And I, I think in an online world on LinkedIn, if nearly a billion members you have to find that thing. It's not just the thing you want to be known for, but how do you want to express that? And so for me, that's still part of my rebranding journey. I can't say that I've got that nailed, but I actually had to laugh one day when someone said to me, I asked them what makes me distinct. And they mentioned my headphones because every LinkedIn live that I do, they always see me in headphones. I was like, I never intended for that to be a part of my brand. Actually, I went the other way. I thought I looked silly in them. And so I was like, are you sure I should be wearing these? But it's kind of funny how now that's what's associated with me. So you can be intentional or unintentional, but these things are still happening, right? I think it also, in the case of going back to Leah Turner, it goes back to her story when she tells the story, I believe she had another business and she was miserable and then she didn't think LinkedIn was a place for her. She goes for the underdog. Like I never thought with all these tattoos that LinkedIn was so corporate, I didn't think I'd be accepted. And so she wears it and owns it so proudly. And that just really 
helps her tell her story and the right people resonate with her and they just can get behind that story. So I think it's also your backstory. For me, PYOT is such a big part because, you know, for five years, I couldn't put myself out there in my job to go to my consultancy and then nine months on LinkedIn. So I'm always championing people. Don't be hidden. Don't be held back. Don't waste time. You have a voice and a way to impact people. So that's my brand. And that's why I'm a big part of the brand therapist, much to you almost a year ago when you helped me get that aha and and coined and I think in November of 2022. So thank you for that. So I've had many people send me DMs like, that's so cool. I actually had someone yesterday reach out to me, Michelle, and said, hey, I'm the vacation therapist. I thought I'd get to know the brand therapist. So I think it's fun how these things just happen, like you said, intentionally, unintentionally, and then we can own it just like you're owning your black polo, your headphones, all the things that make us. So the point is in today's episode, just embrace being distinct. If you're hearing people say things or you getting the feeling to want to go in direction and that's just feels right for you, never force it. I would say that is something you should definitely strive to do because we want to stand out. We want the right people to know us, understand us. And like you said, refer us top of mind. Yeah. And if I'm going to go with an actionable tip, I want people to start being more intentional with creating their brand. So what I mean by that is if a color is a particular part of your brand, then I want you to look for other ways that you can incorporate that besides just images that might go along with your posts. So you've got your banner might be another opportunity that you can do this, but think about if you show up as a guest somewhere, maybe it's your background, maybe it's what you wear, maybe it's something that sits on a bookshelf. Like Michelle has copies of our books that sit there, which really stand out. And so start to think, how can I curate intentionally how other people see me and have a look around the platform and look to people and think not only do you know what they write about but how do they present it in a particular way and if you are just blending into the background it's time to start being more intentional looking for those opportunities so michelle what actionable tip would you have for people this week so I love that you said, go assess everything, go do some research. Let's talk about colors. You know me, I'm all about doing that foundational stuff, but we say we're at the point now where you're ready to get out there with that color, go do some research on what some colors mean. You'd be very well surprised and don't just pick it because you like that color. I think I remember you saying, Michelle, on this rebrand, you were back in the day just picking colors that you like, but you want to now just pick colors that reflect the person you're trying to help. And so that's something very much I want to bring to your attention. Yeah, it's been a huge change for me. Like in the beginning, I didn't want anything to do with LinkedIn blue because I was like, everybody else has got it. But now I realize I have to have a connection to LinkedIn because that's what I do for business. So it's subtle, but it's in there. The subtle way I do it is it's always behind my profile photo. So pretty much anywhere that my face shows up now, it will have that color behind me. Now it's such a subtle thing and it's not something that I'm ever going to be turning up in a blue polo. It's not for me. It's not my thing. But from that perspective, I think there's so many practical applications of branding that I want people to think about. If I do this consistently over time, I will get known not only for what I talk about, how I talk about it, and almost when I'm scrolling the feed, like you always say, if we scroll so fast, 
it's going to stop someone because automatically they're going to see, oh, there's that bookshelf Michelle's always sitting in front of, or there's the pink Michelle's got, or the black polo. These kinds of things are what stops the scrolls. So this is why it's really important. We don't want to blend in Michelle. That's the last thing we want for branding. So embrace distinction. It's not about just being different for the sake of it. It's what makes you unique. And I think that's a really key point. I'm so glad that somehow I stumbled across that podcast yesterday. I, I got a few minutes into it and I was like, yeah, I can't listen to podcasts. I don't. I only listen to ours and my show. That's it. And I'm going to add the Ask the Brand Therapist show into my playlist. Now that you're back, I am definitely going to add that onto my playlist when I'm out and about. So thanks for indulging me as always on something that I think is really important to people and an opportunity. If you are intentional about it, then you're going to get bigger results, faster results. I'm a fan of that. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, the brand is the way you make people feel and the connection. And we want people to know that we are there for them and build that emotional connection before anything else. So if you liked and resonated with today's show, reach out to Michelle and I, let us know. And we'd be so honored if you could like, subscribe and give us a rating. We're trying to build up our ratings. So thank you in advance for that. So until next week, we will be back with another episode. But until then, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Wait. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.